Hi there. Welcome to Laughter and Libations. I'm Chanel, and this is podcast episode number 62. I recently had an experience that was a huge reminder of the connection between acceptance and joy. And I'm specifically talking about acceptance of others as they are, not as you wish them to be. This experience made me stop what I was doing, take inventory, and choose a different response. Choosing a different response was an intentional action that eliminated stress, and this made it easier for me to find calmness, peace. It made it easier for me to find laughter. It made it easier for me to find joy. Let's start with the experience. It's something that happens a few times a year. I get an idea that I want to travel somewhere, and I think it'll be a wonderful thing to have my parents come along. I chat with Woody about it. Woody is always supportive and talks me through options like the best times of the year to travel and other logistics, all those things. I might even sleep on it a day or two before ever even mentioning it to my mom. I usually approach my mom with these kinds of things first. It just works better that way. I can't explain why because that's too far off today's topic, okay? (laughs) In this particular case, I had enough time to work out a scenario that I thought would work well. I was very excited about the possibilities. I call my mom and share my travel idea. Her response is something like, let me think about it. I'm thinking, let me think about it? What's there to think about? You submitted your passport renewal application weeks ago, and you should receive your passport sometime this year. I know there's a delay, and it's difficult to say exactly when you'll receive the passport, but let's go with sometime this year. Again, what's there to think about? The passport is coming. It's on the way. It's time to plan for a trip. She also adds, let me talk to your dad about it. I'm thinking, let me talk to your dad about it. Talk to dad? About what? Traveling? Out of the country? (laughs) Are we talking about the same person? In a very recent conversation, my dad made several things clear. Number one, he will not be traveling out of the country. Number two, he will not be flying anywhere. And number three, he will not be taking one step on a cruise ship or boat. Everyone knows this. Everyone heard it. I have witnesses. My mom and Woody were part of this conversation. They heard it. They know. I love my dad, but he is not traveling anywhere that I'm trying to go. So what is there to talk about? (laughs) It's really hard for me. At this point, I'm frustrated. 
I admit that I probably shouldn't have been frustrated at all. I've been through this so many times. I know how it goes, and yet I still approach the situation thinking there will be a different response. No, there was not a different response this time. I act as if I've never been through this at all. I'm frustrated. I vent to my mom, who is pretty much ignoring me. I know this because it's a video call. I can see her expression and everything she's doing. I keep right on going. I say a bunch of things. Why is this so hard? Don't you want to travel? Why can't you just say yes? It's not supposed to be like this. Why? Is this even happening like this? This isn't the way I imagined it. I don't remember how my mom responded. I was consumed with my own feelings, my own thoughts, and my own questions. The call ends, and I'm still having a conversation with myself about it. I'm walking around the house, talking out loud to myself, asking questions like, Why is it this way? Why didn't my mom just say yes? To me, it should have been that simple. As far as I was concerned, there was nothing to think about. Remember, I had it all worked out in my mind before I even called my mom. I expected to hear interest. I expected to hear excitement. I expected to hear an immediate response of yes to the trip. In short, I expected her to do what I wanted her to do. (laughs) And that was the problem. I focused on my own expectations of her. I did not accept her as she chose to be in that moment. I did not accept the situation. Instead, I worked myself into an emotional state. By the time I was done talking to myself, I had created an entire story that ended with us never being able to travel anywhere, anytime soon. It was about one or two hours after the call, and I was still very emotional about it. My mom is the one who wants to travel abroad, or at least that's what she's told me. As I said earlier, my dad doesn't want to do this kind of traveling. So I was actually sad because my mind was filled with thoughts of never traveling with my mom again and just generally never traveling with my parents again. I could not shake the thoughts or the emotions. I didn't say it made sense. I didn't say it was logical. I didn't say I had a real basis for going that far in my mind. It's simply what happened. It's what happened largely because after the call ended, I nurtured thoughts of wishing my mom had responded differently. I nurtured the thoughts of wishing my dad was different too. I wanted both of them to be excited for a chance to travel together abroad. I did not want to accept my mom's response. I also realized that I did not want to accept my dad's decision about traveling either. And this had been in the back of my mind for some time. I simply didn't acknowledge it. I simply 
ignored it, tried to put it to the side. I failed at that. After I finished talking to myself about all of this, I sat with my feelings for a little while. Then I got up and walked to the mirror in my bathroom, of course. (laughs) Of course I'm in the bathroom. I stood there staring. I cannot be the only one that does this. I often get in the mirror to help me connect with myself. You know, I like to look eye to eye with myself. I like to really check out what's happening with me. I stare at my face because I show everything on my face. Nothing is hidden. So I'm standing there, staring. My mind wanders. Questions surface like, What in the world is going on with you? Why are you so upset? Nothing really happened. Nothing that you're not used to anyway. Why are you making a big deal of this? My mom is just being herself. My dad is just being himself. This is who they are. I can have all the expectations I want. I won't change them. I can resist accepting them as they are. It still won't change them. Once I calmed myself, my options became clear. I was thinking, I can continue to wish for something else, or I can accept the situation as it is, and move on. Pretty soon, I remember, I can choose to be upset, or I can choose to be peaceful. I remember that I can choose to be hopeful without resisting what currently is. A few minutes pass. I smile, and there's an internal shift. Suddenly, the situation seems funny to me. (laughs) I laugh at how I'd created this whole situation. And just as easily, I put it to rest. As I reflect on the situation now, I know I could have shared my idea, listened to the response, accepted the response, and gone on with my day, without all of the stuff, the struggle, the lost time, all that in-between stuff. Has something like this ever happened to you? Have you ever entered a conversation with someone expecting it to go one way, ended with it going another way, and then after the conversation was over, continued a conversation with yourself about the conversation with that person that didn't go the way you wanted it to go? (laughs) I cannot be the only one who's done this. You've probably done it too. Let me strip this down to the core question. Have you ever wished someone was different than they are? It could be a situation from your past. It could be a situation going on right now. Get clear about it. 
get clear about whatever your situation has been in the past or the current situation that's going on right now. The situation I experienced with my mom and by extension, my dad lasted roughly two hours, two and a half tops. Consider your situation and answer this question. How much time did you spend wishing someone was different than they are? Was it a few minutes, a few hours, days, weeks, months, years? Yes, years. It can go on for years. If your situation is active, if it's going on right now, how much time have you already spent wishing someone is different than they are? I want you to take a moment to think about this and answer the question. It's important. You do that while I enjoy a hot herbal tea. I am having some serious allergy symptoms. My voice is hardly clear. It hasn't been clear in a long time. And I find that hot tea soothes me. It soothes my throat. It soothes my senses. It's always a good choice for me. And today, my cup is filled with a blueberry hibiscus tea by Rishi. Let me taste. You think of your answer and I'll enjoy this tea. I'm really enjoying this tea. It's very tasty and it has a beautiful color. Let me take another sip. All right. Let's continue. As I said, my recent situation lasted about two hours, maybe two and a half. I don't consider that to be a long time, especially when I compare it to how I used to handle similar situations in the past. Time is valuable. And I'm sure that you and I can agree that we want to spend our time wisely. Do you enjoy wasting your time? I know I don't. There's the potential to do just that when we don't accept people as they are. Again, my situation, my period of non-acceptance lasted about two hours, two and a half hours. What happens when it lasts longer? What happens when we wish someone is different than they are and we continue to do this over and over for long periods of time? Hmm. Good question. You might be thinking this isn't a big deal. Perhaps it's not. If you're only doing this every now and then, and with people you don't interact with often, maybe it's not a big deal. However, if you do this with people you interact with often, like your family, friends, colleagues, it is potentially a big deal. Now we're talking about something happening very often, perhaps daily. 
It essentially means having a habit of not accepting what's right in front of you. In some ways, I think of it as being stuck. And who likes to be stuck? No one. I don't. I've done this too often in my life. Now, when I catch myself, I make a different decision. I think it's important for you to be aware when you do this too. So you can choose differently. When we don't accept what's right in front of us, we get stuck. When we don't accept that people are who they are, we can get stuck wishing they are different. We may even make decisions and take actions to try to change people. Listen, I have never succeeded in changing another person. When I failed to accept people as they were, I experienced stress, distress, and I'll sum it up by saying I experienced the opposite of joy. You've heard the saying, people show you who they are. So when people show you who they are, accept it. Once you accept it, then you can make an informed decision about what to do next. Interact or don't interact with the person. Support or don't support the person. Stay or don't stay with the person. Say yes or say no to the person. You get the idea. The point is you want to make decisions and take actions based on what is in this case. Accept people as they are, not as you wish them to be. Besides, the people you're wishing for may never show up and you will be spending your time, oh my goodness, perhaps your whole life stuck, wishing, waiting, and trying to make something be that may never be. There's no joy in that. Thank you for listening. Connect with me at laughterandlibations.com. Let me know what you think about acceptance and joy. Share your successes. Share your challenges. I want to know what it's been like for you. Accepting people for who they are or not accepting people for who they are. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening today and share it with someone you think will find it helpful and enjoyable. Until the next time, find what makes you laugh and joy will find you.